Hey there everyone, Tyler Pyburn here with Jim Reese of WeNeedAVacation.com. This is the Vacation Rental Homeowner Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining us today. Jim, you just walked off stage. Well, you didn't actually walk off stage. You just wrapped up the Homeowner Forum. Um, a great, great couple of events. You guys had a huge turnout. Um, a lot of similar faces, lots of new faces too this year, which was really cool to see for sure. Um, but you, you always, we kind of kick things off with the forums because of the year in review and the state of the state and the vacation rental industry on the, the Cape and Islands. Um, so that's what we kind of want to focus in on today is looking at how some of the numbers were. Obviously, we'll talk about the lodging tax a little bit and we'll dive into what does that mean for kind of trends and evolving for next year as well. What are some of the things that people need to be cognizant of? So with, with kind of that in mind, tell me, <laughs> what was this year like for you? You know, <laughs> This year, well, we joked about the forum starting off that this was our 15th annual forum. And this year, actually, we should say it's the 15th annual lodging tax forum. Because <laughs> everybody was just talking about, and that was the main topic. Yeah. You know, half the responses That's what for the everybody's forum focused was, on. Right? What do you want to hear about? We want to hear about the lodging tax. What's the impact of the lodging tax going to be? And this year was for real, right? We've been talking about the yeah. lodging tax for 10, 12 years. And... This year, we had to actually talk well, about the That's the thing the that facts. was strange. I know that every year, you know, I remember my first year, I think I started with We Need Vacation a month before the actual homeowner forum. And we dove into it and people said, well, what about that lodging tax? And it was, ah, it gets brought up every year and it never happens. Right. Well, it happened. <laughs> and here we are. It kind did, of thing, it did right? happen. And we like to say, unfortunately, the way it happened was no... Nobody expected it to come down the way it came yeah, down. Yeah, 11th hour. We, just, we, had, we had talked about it the month before. Yep. We were talking at last year's forum, talking about the lodging yeah. tax. And, the, and we actually sent out uh, an email saying, we may be saved until 2020. Mm -hmm. And then kind of the last few days of the year, sometime after the holidays, so December 26th, 27th, we get notice that the lodging tax was coming out. So yeah. there certainly was some positive signs throughout the fall up until that point and in, Dece in December and then the lodging tax hit before the end of the year and so things that threw a lot of confusion into the mix. Mm -hmm. uh, well confusion is a good word yeah. to use with it because I think that's what a lot of it was was not necessarily even that it was there it was confusion of what does this actually mean now right, right so right. with this in mind what's the kind of the impact that it's had? <clears throat> well the impact there was impact administratively like yeah. how to homeowners manage their business. They had talked about how do I manage my pricing? How do I put this into my lease? How do I uh, figure out who to charge? Because when the lodging tax rolled out, there was, do we charge, you know, what, what counts, what doesn't count? Some things yeah. counted in June, some things didn't count, or some things counted in, in July, but it, some people were exempt. Then towns were changing the taxes throughout the season. So the, the towns had just, their own, right? Yeah. I mean, it was so just different... administratively, it was tough. And then became the marketing side of things. How do you then stay competitive with other yeah. other rentals when you're not sure how what to do with your pricing? So that, mm -hmm. and then there's the uneasiness of of everything. Well, how yeah. are, how are vacations going to react? Uh, how are vacations going to react at this price increase? Are they going mm -hmm. are, are they going to be aware of it? Um, and so. You know, we can take a deeper dive into you know what we saw as a trend throughout the year, but lo and behold, you know you have to anticipate that the lodging tech comes out. You know there's going to be some. There's sort of going to be you know it's cause and effect, right? Yes. You know that something is going to actually kind of take place with it. So, kind of with, we'll go through some of our notes that we put sure. down before this, and you know. The, what were some of the positives before we get into before, you know the, the negatives? Yeah, and everyone yeah. says, "How come I didn't book my home this month?" What, what were some of the positives with it? 
Well, what we saw, I mean, even before the lodging tax, we took a quick look at the fall because the fall was a big trend that we've been watching over the last few years, that the mm -hmm. fall time period, not just talking about the fall increase and people wanting to get away for the fall for a long weekend or mm -hmm. um, for the extended summer in September, but the fall in, is, being, is a time period where we're seeing more and more people booking. They're booking earlier. You know, yeah. Maybe they missed out on a home they really wanted and they looked, they were looking in the early winter time and they said, I really want to grab the home I want to get or the week or the price I want to get. Mm -hmm. And they're pushing forward a little bit earlier. So we've seen increased numbers. I, I, I think the latest we saw was that if you compare this 20, uh, 2019's fall uh, to four, uh, 2014, you see a 50% increase. So yeah. the trend is enormous. Well, that's what I, I remember you and I, you know, <laughs> even sitting in this room where we are right now recording this, and we would sit down and say, wow, you know, it, it's up 10% over last year. It's up 15% over last year's fall. And now it makes sense that you're talking just five years, 50% difference in the yeah. amount of fall. So yeah. it's cl there's clear growth um, in terms of the people that are just looking earlier, right? right? Yeah. I mean, no, it's just, it's, there's it's, no it's question clear. about it. And, and, and further beyond the fall, you reach into the holiday time period, December time period last year, we saw an enormous increase. We saw a 44% hmm. increase in increase during the month no of December. Kidding. And it wasn't all just about post-lodging tax. A lot of people took advantage of the post, once the lodging tax announcement came out, there were a lot of savvy vacationers who said, I'm gonna book my home. I, do I myself it now and Yeah, yeah you know, absolutely. I, I, I don't want to pay out. that extra, yeah. you know, four hundred bucks, five hundred. I, I was bucks, on whatever. the, I was on the fence on whether our, was my family going to go back to the home we rented. Mm -hmm. And when the lodging tax announcement came out, I said, "Well, I'll save, I'll save the lodging tax amount this yep. year." They, we were happy with the home. Like, I'm not going to continue my search. I booked <laughs> in the last few days of December. Other homeowners reached out to us and said, "What? How should we process this? How, how should we reach out? Should we reach out to our past guests?" And we said, "Yes, yep, you absolutely." Well. And, and there, uh, that was one of the things that helped help yeah, those numbers, yeah, right? Yeah. So I think it, it, the 44 percent increase that I reference is it wasn't just that last final days of December. It certainly helped. I yep. think all overall December was a, a strong, strong month mm -hmm. for, and I, something that we, I would anticipate again this year. That's as awesome. Well. With that, you know, so we'll talk about some of the waves now because yes. obviously those are the positive things. Right. There were some kind of, you know, I, I hate using the word negative, but from a homeowner perspective, it was a negative. Well, we're crunching the numbers right? all the time, so you know. You look at it. You know, I know. When, you know, I know when we stare at numbers and we look yes. at them together and we say, oh, okay. This is what May looks like right now, right? You know, yeah. to talk to that about what are some of the things you saw from um, that February to sure, May time sure. frame. I mean, the, the one other highlight I would say before jumping into kind of the middle of winter is that we see, we always get a big kickoff in January. We yep. see this big it's spike. Huge spike huge every spike. year. January and July are the two biggest months. So yep. January comes along and boom, we're 7% up. We're 7% up over, over the previous year. Mm -hmm. And I would say it's, it was... January was the had the highest volume of inquiries in the last five or six years. So yeah. positive trend. And these any bookings after January first, these all technically had the lodging tax associated with them. So that was yep. a positive sign. But sure enough, you knew there had to be some sort of impact. Um, you, know, you don't have a ten to fourteen and a half. Percent it's not sustainable, that, right? Yeah. Like you, you can't have that. Keep it at seven percent up for the course of the year. Right? So we saw you know roughly you know five to ten percent. Mm -hmm. Each of the months from February through May, where there was a downturn, um, we heard from homeowners. Certain homeowners were uh, struggling to book, book certain weeks. 
and you just knew that there, at that point, like the large tax hadn't made that impact. Yep. Uh, it wasn't as drastic as you know, we've heard some other numbers up to 20, 25%, you mm -hmm. know, the, roughly during that time frame, late winter, spring, mm -hmm. about 10% down. Um, in, in talking about this, you used a great example at the forum um, as a Netflix guy myself, yes. right? Talk, use that example because I think that really kind of sets the, <clears throat> explains it pretty well. I mean, it, it, what we were looking at, yeah, following kind of the Netflix yep. waves and how quarter after quarter, if you follow the subscriber counts on Netflix, they just were skyrocketing. They keep going. Whether it be US based, yep. worldwide based, numbers kept skyrocketing. The first month that their numbers dipped in terms of subscriptions was based upon the fact that they had increased their subscription costs from $11 a month to $13 a month. So $2. So $2. A $2 but difference. And it, so, it's, it changes things, yeah. right? So the consumer's not, mm -hmm. they are price sensitive. And so, you know, you're talking well, about. Well, we mentioned about price sensitive. Hundreds of dollars. There are other impacts there as far as tax and tax exempt are concerned, right? I mean, there was another kind of. Interesting thing that we saw in terms of the, in June, right? Tax exempt. Didn't we see a swing there? As sure. Well? Yeah. I mean, it, what we saw was a huge spike in the last week of June. Last week of June, uh, you know, the start of the summer, uh, school has ended for the most part for for most folks, and so. Mm -hmm. uh, but generally, the last week of June is a tough week to book, and this year the last week of June was tax exempt and therefore it was the highest booked other than uh, hmm. the first week of August. So it, there were more inquiries then. Uh, can, we, can we anticipate that we'd see the same thing this year? Probably not. I think the, tr the trend is that yep. the, the first, last week of June is not going to be as desirable as, as uh, last year. Yep. However, if you booked, I would say to any homeowner, if you booked that last week of June, yeah, I would do anything to get that get past that, tenant back uh, in. Write them you back know, in. Give them some sort of incentive, whichever, you know, however you want to incentivize them by not raising the price or give it, mm -hmm. extending them if you don't have the previous week booked, give them an extra day. So, some sort of incentive to bring that not so highly desirable week back anymore. Mm -hmm. so. So really, when we look at this, I mean, it's easy as a, as a homeowner to say, Ugh, I don't want to deal with this tax. Vacationers are never going to be the same again. It's never, the Cape's never going to be the same. They've kind of ruined the Cape for me as a homeowner. I'm not doing this. That's not the case, right? The, the, the Cape is still such an incredible place. You know, we always talked about it. Um, you know, the, the, we use the word tradition mm -hmm. all the time, mm -hmm. right? The traditions that have been started that, you know, started 40 years ago, 40, 50 years ago, people coming down to traditions that were literally just started last year or people that want to start their tra family vacation tradition mm -hmm. this summer, this coming summer, right? right? That, to me, hasn't waned, has it? I mean, it, it? It hasn't. It's been here for generations, right? And through a lot so, harder times yeah, than yeah, a, a right. tax, yeah, right? No, exactly. <laughs> the, the, the tax is going to have an impact immediately. It may take a year or two to settle. Mm -hmm. But the very first thing that I look at is the fact that look around, look at the other states in the New England area. Uh, they, they all have a tax. So, yeah. you know, it's not, this is... Well, the, how many, I think, is it, is it 40 states in the U.S. have a tax? Or, I mean, it's... Somewhere around there, yeah. So yeah. The, the, the tax is here. But one thing that hasn't changed is that is the notion that the Cape and the islands um, are just a, a very desirable destination. Uh, they're mm -hmm. desirable from people all over the world. They're desirable for people that are local that 
constantly, you know, it's, it, there was a quote, it's not a summer until I've taken my vacation on the Cape. They've, yeah. they, the quote was, I haven't, I've, I travel all around the world, but it's not a summer until I've taken my vacation and, on the Cape or vineyard or Nantucket. Mm-hmm. I was with somebody, just, <laughs> yeah. I was with someone on Saturday um, that said they crossed the bridge. We were talking about the Cape and where they go, and they go um, Corporation Beach. They have a house just right off it, and they said, I crossed the bridge so I could detach from everything else. Exactly. And I don't want to, it's said the worst feeling in the world is when I have to cross that bridge back. <laughs> so I was right. like, I yeah. don't want to do that. People still have that feeling. That's not going away, but right? Whether you, know, you hear the quotes all the time, that the Cape is my happy place, yep. or I cross the bridge to feel, you know, to breathe the salt air. It's a yep. sense, of, you know, sense of relaxation. Whatever the reason may be, people, mm-hmm. people have traditions or they have their reasons why they get back. And that's what we've built our mantra, the we need a vacation mantra, the, the, the trends of vacationers wanting to get back, mm-hmm. get back to Cape Cod, get back to Martha's Vineyard or mm-hmm. Nantucket. You know, people aren't going to be deprived of that, of that vacation that they, mm-hmm. they, they've built up a, a tradition on. I think one, one story that we had was in why we, part of the reason why we went to one of these homes, uh, we, we spotted the Cornhill Cottages in yep. Truro and did a recent Escape TV episode over there. But mm-hmm. one thing that caught our eye a few years ago was this 100-year-old photo. and I, it, it, it just, We would open it up like every month and just yeah. look at it. And right? it was the epitome of getting back like, mm-hmm. to the Cape Cod vacation, the quintessential Cape vacation for many people. The photo, I, I think we talked with the owner, I think we know that there were people vacationing here since 1895. So mm-hmm. th- some things don't change, and mm-hmm. it, just look at the home. So, uh, the, the home itself, you just feel like it's a step back in time. Yep. And uh, there are many families that vacation at these cottages or the cottages around because it's just a sense of relaxation. It, it's something that they've done as a kid, and they want to get back to the same place. And maybe the same place, maybe the same place in Truro, but in this case, maybe they've been going to some, somewhere on the Cape. Somewhere they, they on the Cape, right? But they're back, coming well, back. Well, and I the think Cape. that's the, the thing to remember, to, kind of the, the advice to homeowners is that, yes, this is your home. You love your home. Your homes are gorgeous. They, they all are. And they have so much character and so much history behind each and every one of them. Even if it's a new home, it's just they're cool. People aren't renting four walls and a roof. They're renting an experience. Right. They're paying for that tradition. So keep that in mind. As easy it is for us to say, this is my home. They're coming down for my home. And they, you know, this tax is throwing up. They're coming down for the experience. At the end of the day, we all keep that in mind because it's, it's just going to help you um, move forward and market your home too, yeah, right? Yeah, no, <laughs> As no a whole. No doubt. Um, so l- 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 let's, you know, we look back. <laughs> right. Let's look ahead. Look ahead. Expectations. I mean, we're, we're, here we are in November right now, um, end of the year. What are we kind of looking towards for? I mean, I know we started talking yeah. about, you know, the fall, people looking right. for the, the future. What are kind of expectations? I think as you look ahead to 2020, and we've all, we do this on a, Almost daily. <laughs> yep. Sit next to each other. Hey, did you yeah. see this? Right. Put, click the refresh button. Uh, <laughs> you know, every every minute to see exactly. what's coming through. But in all seriousness, we've been looking at the numbers since the start of July. Not just for there. Once you hit July, you have people booking last minute vacations. But mm-hmm. you also start seeing people inquiring for next summer. And you get people see, are inquiring for next summer and it, it, over the summer months, July and August. A lot of the people that inquire, a lot of times they're 
wanting to get into the homes or at least wanting to walk by the homes. They see the, they're vacationing on the Cape mm -hmm. and they're looking ahead to next year. That's not for everybody. Some yeah. people want to not even think about next year. I'm on yep. vacation. Let me have my vacation. But yeah. others are pre-planners and, and they want to physically see the location or the home or yep. even if get into the home. So we start seeing a spike in the number of inquiries for next summer already starting in July. So you go July yep. and August, and then you get into, as we talked about initially, the fall months, September yep. and October, and we've seen that spike. And so July through October already, what we're seeing is a, for the following summer, for 2020, we've, we're seeing a 36% increase in our, in, our, in our inquiries. So I, I think it's Obviously, you can't continue with 36%. No. But you, you have to have our fingers crossed and have to think of it that, okay, even if a slight percentage of that continues... That, that's a big help, yes, right? Yeah, that's a huge help. It's, we've talked with our homeowners that being prepared, being prepared to uh, deal with earlier and earlier bookings, mm -hmm. um, not waiting till January, just because January is the biggest month of the year inquiry-wise, mm -hmm. the, the increase in the fall means you have to be prepared. And there was an interesting stat at the end of August, we did mm -hmm. a, I think this is what, think something that has to, has to shift. Yeah. Is that at the end of August, we counted up the number of inquiries that were being sent to people for next summer, summer 2020. Yep. 70% of those inquiries were being sent to properties that had their pricing set up. So mm -hmm. here you have people that are inquiring on, inquiring early. And yep. the number of people- Looking to rent a home. Looking to rent a right. home. But the number of people that actually had put in their next summer pricing, they're focused on this summer. Homeowners hadn't put in their pricing for next summer. Only 30% of- people at the end of 2019 had put in 2020 pricing. And so that's what you're seeing is that 70% of the inquiries went towards 30% of the active properties. So if you had set up your properties one year in advance for the next summer, you're going to be in the minority and you're going to be the beneficiary. You're, you're one step. I mean, th this goes into the whole idea of, you know, how do you differentiate yourself? And we're going to talk about, you know, how do you, how to be different, right? And how are we different as a whole? But this is just one of those things that helps set you apart from everybody else. Just something as simple. I mean, we're not talking big here. We're talking, put your pricing in for next year. I mean, this is something right. small, but you just have one step ahead of everybody else. These are the little things that you could do to really just differentiate yourself and help take that step forward. So yeah. let's talk about that, the, the differences. Right, because you know, I just talked about um, selling the experience, mm -hmm. and I feel like on We Need a Vacation on the on the site, one of the things that we have, the big advantage that we have, is that we can sell that as an experience, and a homeowner can literally talk to somebody to sell that experience, versus, hey, here's the page, there's my home, click this rent now button, right? Mm -hmm. Like, but there's there's so many things that I go back to with the experience, and you're selling the experience right. that really it's just so I different think, right and i think the biggest thing that we would like to say to our homeowners we advise to our homeowners that they get to control that process they yep. get to define the terms it's not a set it and forget it you can decide to yep. do that in, in years past that was a strategy put up the listings and people would come yeah it's not that easy nor recommended anymore but we recommend that you can ha take control of that booking process mm -hmm. yourself so some of the larger sites are starting to take away that control. They, or mm -hmm. they have taken we, away that control. We've seen it over the course of the last five years that they're taking away all conversations, right? right. It's, it's they, they, those, they want buttons. Right, right. right. And they'll strip out the communication so you can't, or the 
the information for that vacationer. So the email address and phone number could be stripped out if it was mm -hmm. ever included. They just want all of the communications Absolutely. to be done in-house You can uh, through through their system. And well, with that in mind, yeah. they'll even, I mean, obviously being working here, we subscribe to a lot of different channels and a lot of different forums and hear what people are saying. And one of the things we see is that not only is it stripped out, but if you inside those kind of text boxes that say, mm -hmm give me a call, here's my cell phone number, or email me here, you're then penalized, <laughs> right? True, right? True. I mean, right. That, that's yeah. my goodness. No, I, you know? our, our focus is make, making sure that the best properties are represented. Uh, we're not gonna strip out the communication. We want to recommend to homeowners that they communicate directly with their prospective guests. Mm -hmm. uh, figure out what the, how the best that guest might wanna communicate with you. Some wanna communicate via email. Some wanna pick up, pick up the phone and give them a call. Mm -hmm. uh, some homeowners might have a, a standard that I wanna to talk to every guest before they come. That's great. You know, mm -hmm. Have an email conversation back and forth to get a sense of you know, how, how, how well the communication is going over email and then before you book the process, if that's your policy as a homeowner, then ask them to give you a call. Exactly. Uh, you know, well, I mean, I look at it as to say, you control the conversation and the booking process between you and the vacationer. We just kind of arrange the meeting, right? right? Like we set up and say, hey, here's some awesome homes that you can choose from. Here's one that really fits what you're looking for. You should really reach out to this person, right? That, that's what we kind exactly. of Exactly, and, and when you reach the person, reach your prospective guest, then you have a lot more control in selling your home and selling, mm -hmm. as you mentioned, the experience. You want to be able to sell that experience to them so you can tell them about the location better. You can tell them about, answer their direct questions, essentially. Yep. Make sure exactly. that it's a good fit for them. Mm -hmm. well, one of the things, all right, to kind of, we, you and I could talk forever. I feel like every time we do podcasts, our podcasts are like three times as long as everybody else's because you and I just go off, which is great. That's yeah. fine. But let's kind of wrap it. How, how can, how did you kind of wrap it on site? How can we succeed together? How can we succeed together yeah. was a big piece of this. And the way we would like to put it is that we're a niche marketing platform mm -hmm. for vacation rentals. We focus on the individual homeowner. We don't penalize over, yeah, just, like you mentioned, you know, this, the information that's yeah. represented on, on your page. So what we like to say is that, and what we want to be able to promote is that we need a vacation that has the best vacation rentals on, on, on the Cape. Mm -hmm. And that, and I, as speaking at the forum, people that came to the forum, we said, you wouldn't be here at the forum if you didn't take a heavy interest in making sure that you were providing the best value uh, yep. for your guests. And so that's the thing that I would say is that what we need a vacation, if we succeed, our homeowners succeed and vice mm -hmm. versa. And so what we want to promote is that getting homeowners to have the most accurate listing, yep. up-to-date listing, keep the information accurate so that their, their guests, potential guests that are looking are seeing the right information, mm -hmm. not getting frustrated. Um, because if you don't, you're not just hurting yourself and your own personal listing, you're actually hurting other listings as well. Exactly. Because people might go on and say, well, their information isn't accurate on, on that site. So maybe they steer, steer clear of it. So in order for that to happen, we need to make sure that you, know, you guys Take care of your listing, right? They're just the little right, things, right, right? Right. Take care of the listing. Connect with your vacationers. Yep. Uh, use the tools available to you to help promote your promote your home, promote your experience, yep. um, and 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 with that, I think there's also what we're trying to do here, and is a big part that you've been playing as well, is just being able to promote the Cape Cod and islands 
region. We've been doing our Scape TV shows. We've yep. been doing a lot of uh, content pieces on not just vacation rentals, but on things to do, events in the area. Yep. So we're really promoting a lot of content to help promote all aspects all, of all the, going back to the vacations. We're helping promote that experience, yeah. right? So, and all yeah, pieces yeah. of it. So what we'd like to, we, we get homeowners involved in those shows, yep. in those clips. Yep. Uh, and even if they're not involved in the actual shows, we, we were, we're creating content about specific areas of the Cape and Islands. Exactly. These are things that are just perfect for homeowners to use to, to share with their past guests. Mm -hmm. Get those past guests to come back and, and give them something to, of interest to them. Yeah, it, uh, it's it, the, the, the person that and says, do you remember, you know, you wrote in your review all about going to Sunday school. Hey, look, here's the video about Sunday school, right? right? right. It's the, and, 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 and so what that hits and what we do throughout the years, we try to personalize our, our content and our, our personalize our marketing messages to Definitely. people that are coming to the Cape, Cape and Islands. We know that there's a, you know, we know vacationers that might have a tendency to go to the vineyard or to Nantucket or to a specific part of the Cape. So we can put the content out there in front of them. We try mm -hmm. to personalize it. And I would recommend that for every homeowner. Personally, you know who stayed in your home last year. Yep. You know if they came with kids that were young, kids that were older, no, no kids. You know, now you can tailor your message specifically to them. If you know something about them from last year, your main goal, top priority, is to get those people to come back. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. So. Great stuff. All right. He is Jim Reese. <clears throat> I'm Tyler Pavermore from WeNeedAVacation.com. So much for tuning in. You will hear us next time. Take care.